Hey listeners, welcome back to Topics with Tim, Next Level Health. This is my series called Gym Junkies, and this is part two of my conversation with Alan. In this part of our conversation, we talk about mind-muscle connection and how that can help you build muscle more efficiently. We talk about different mistakes we see people in the gym make. Alan actually makes his own workout programs, and so he's going to be detailing his own workout program and how he builds it and why. We also talk about Spartan races. We have both done Spartan races in the past and have found a lot of joy in doing them because it's not just running. There's a lot of obstacles and different things that challenge you mentally and physically. Alan's also going to talk about his pre-workout. He makes his own pre-workout based on his own research that he's done. So he's going to be telling you what ingredients go into his pre-workout. And I'll also be telling you my pre-workout and also what I drink during my workouts, which is actually a lot of salt and electrolytes that I drink during my workouts in order to enhance my workout. And I'll explain while I do that. So a lot of great content in this one. Enjoy. Hmm. I think it'd be almost a great starter program for somebody too, just because you do get the foundation of that mind-muscle connection. That's My mind keeps going back yep. to that and how when I'm lifting you know, I try to get it but sometimes with the compound stuff is just there's a lot of different stuff going on yeah, and you just yeah. don't always really feel it in certain muscles and so I'm interested in, in maybe trying it just because I, I think you know if I really could squeeze like learn how to squeeze my lats more learn how to squeeze different muscles one part of max size that I really loved that mm-hmm. he does in the last month is anytime you have a rest time you actually contract. So, for example, if I if I do bench and I have a minute rest, I would actually um, cross my arms and contract my chest oh, for the full minute. And I found that after doing that for a month, it was I was way more connected to the muscle. Good. Because yeah. it was like, whoa! I never, you know, a lot of times when we're doing bench, we never cross our arms, which is mm-hmm. one of the main functions of the chest is to mm-hmm. cross the arms. So we never actually get a full contraction, a full range of motion with using our chest. And so having that, I noticed I could, you know, in the movies, uh, or that, you know, who's the guy, the actor who can like kind of control his chest muscles and make him kind of, yeah. make him like dance, you know? Oh, right? I'm forgetting uh, his Terry, name. Yeah. Terry Crews. Terry Crews. Yeah. I, I started being That's able so to funny. do that. Yeah. Because yeah. I was so con- constantly contracting this muscle and getting that mind muscle connection yep. where normally during compound chest stuff, I never really feel it. Yep. And I remember loving that month because I was like, whoa, all of a sudden I can connect to all these different muscle groups in a way I couldn't before. Yeah. So I assume this program is probably similar in that way where you're just like, man, I can I can just squeeze my lat right now because I have so much practice mm-hmm. just controlling that and squeezing it to where it's it's just it's almost like a faster reaction of just like, okay, got it, boom. So exactly. I'm trying to squeeze my lat right now, and it actually is like taking me a little bit of time to try to maneuver to see if I can like yeah. Okay. This, I felt it now. Yeah, it yeah. took me time to kind of get it. Whereas you're probably just like, bam, oh, boom. I know how to do that because I've been just continuously doing. And obviously, the most important thing is getting a, di- a dynamic contraction yeah. of muscle growth. So I'm, I'm almost intrigued by how, if I could get more gains by breaking up what I'm doing now with something like that, where I'm focused again on that mind muscle connection and really, you know, being being with that muscle and feeling it for a long period of time might. And might help me to you know break out of some things. It it might because a lot of the stuff it sounds you know I listen to your pod and it, it uh, a lot of the stuff you do is a little bit lower rep so I gotta imagine it's mm-hmm. it's higher weight um, and you know when you throw off all that weight and you just have to body squat body squat excuse me um, you you probably will have an easier time 
focusing because you're going to be like, well, I don't want to sit here and do a hundred squats. Like, where do I really need to squeeze? I need to squeeze those glutes. Okay. I'm going to go down. I'm going to really squeeze those glutes. And you might find that because you don't need to accidentally cheat by getting other muscles involved, you may actually find that you're going to, you're going to get a little bit better with understanding what it means to have mind muscle connection and how to contract it just a little bit better. Um, maybe, yeah, I'd encourage you. I mean, yeah, I want to try out your programs I'm too. Definitely, yeah, I definitely would highly recommend Max Size. I yeah. love that program so much. But I'm definitely gonna look into that because I think I want to have it just just in case too. Because I do have some plans. Me and my cousins are talking about visiting some family in uh, Montana for a couple weeks. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, if I'm there, I definitely want to be working out. I don't want to lose. Yeah. You know where I'm at and. Again, for me, it's a necessity because I just if my my shoulders go bad if I'm not consistently balanced and and you know so I have I have a very strong why when it yeah. comes to my my workout. So, I, but the, I think I would use that program. Yeah. It sounds like only 30, 40 minutes per workout. Right? Yeah, that's not you know so I still have time to do all sorts of stuff with you family do. and if I you have the energy, super worried. You're gonna be, you're gonna be <laughs> the last three or four weeks. You're probably just gonna be sitting there after you're done working out. Like I need twenty minutes. Maybe just I'll just to start break. with the negative two. Yeah, yeah, while exactly. Traveling just to get something. You, know? you 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 get there. So and it's it's funny because some days feel like wow, this day's way harder than the other. Like there's there's so many. I think the last three weeks there's easily one. Uh, of the the cardio type workout or I forget what it's called now um but it's you know how you do two of them there's easily one that's way harder than the other and um it's a little frustrating but like i i mean it's something and and you can kind of find like it's just again a little bit harder and a little bit more frustrating when you're like wow Tuesday was so insanely hard but now it's Thursday and I'm doing this other type of workout that's supposed to be on par and it's the same type of full body, you know, cardio intense thing. And I just breezed right through it. And, um, so like you do have some of those days and then, you know, you, you go into your next day, just thinking you're, you're the best and you're, you're hot stuff. And then you go in and you whoop your own butt and it's so hard. Like the, the, so what I, I was saying earlier is I, I try to get pretty good about using, doing the, the abs program that he has. What, you bought the you bought the core four? No, I I just I do his little free oh, his, thing, yeah. the six pack shuffle. Um, I find it actually is really good. I oh, get fantastic! It, it get it. I get it done. Whereas usually like abs, when I designed it for myself, I would do you know your, your rudimentary like do four sets of thirty and do four exercises to try to hit all the different abs. And for his stuff, I feel like I still wake up sore and I challenge myself. Mm. Um, every time and I'm learning better and better how to take my hip flexors out of it. And again, mind muscle connection with mm. the abs, um, even, but like I, the last week, I don't think I did abs once cause I was just was so exhausted from every mm. workout and yeah, you easily get done with them. Some of the challenges, the, the very first challenge is a, a push up test. You do as many push-ups as you can, and then um, you rest two minutes, and then you have to do 150% of however many push-ups you can. And I, I know you're asking yourself, how do you do that? So, like, let's say you do 10 push-ups. There's no way you can do 15 push-ups after a two-minute rest. You're tired, right? So you do them uh, what he calls um, bro- uh, broken. Um to where you you stay keep yourself in like a push-up position but you can also stick your butt up into the air so that that way you put a little bit more pressure on your legs or you can bend your legs but you just can't allow some cheating yeah you just can't get out of the push-up position and then once you're ready to resume that's when you can kind of hammer out you know your other two or three and then you just you know rest up again as much as you can so if you did 10 and you're trying to do 15 you'll probably hammer out seven just take that rest and that you know active recovery stage 
hammer out two or three more again get in that active recovery stage hammer out two or three more until you get to that 15 and then that's it you're done for the day so like there are i would say almost everything's you're going to hammer out in 30 35 minutes but there's some exercises where you might get done in, in like 20 minutes 25 i like the, that because like if i'm if i'm on the road yeah then i'm gonna be with family i'm gonna want to spend time with them or from vacationing i'm not gonna want to spend a lot of time working out so that's yep. the perfect way to just bust out something quick you will keep my muscles engaged keep them from atrophying yep just 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 for a couple weeks until i obviously get back on the first you know, couple of weeks are yeah. going to be golden for you then you'll honestly it'll it'll do really well everything will be pretty challenging um but you won't be like so dead you can't enjoy the rest of your vacation week six though is a beast and there's one day in i think week six um it took me 50 minutes it was by far the longest workout so five zero minutes so so but everything else easily 30 35 minutes um, and the first three weeks, again, they're a great challenge. Um, you, I don't think, you know, I think if you're, you're reasonably fit, you'll look at it all and go, okay, I, I understand this. I can do this. It's going to be tough, but whatever. And then the last three weeks, you're like, it's going to be a miracle if I survive. Um, I, I, I texted I my wife, <laughs> I texted my wife almost every day. Like I died and just bye. And it's just, you. It was, yeah. Take care of a, take care of a co- copper. Yeah. So <laughs> it was, it was so much of a challenge, but, um, it's good. I'm glad I finished it. I don't really want to do it again because I really want to lift weights, but it's definitely a good program. I wouldn't be surprised if I do it again. I know sure for a fact, will, especially knowing that you're, uh, you're probably going to be traveling again at some point. Right? I will eventually. And, and I think that's going to be the tough part is when I start traveling, because this is a program where, I don't really think even if you're really fit, you're just going to dive in and do week four. I, I really think you kind of need to start from week one mm. to two to three. And cause you really do build upon the previous week. And if, mm. unless I, you know, I, again, there's, there's nothing I killed on so this. You're, what you're saying is if someone, if you, let's say I only traveled once a month or mm-hmm. something for a week, yeah, then I would probably just keep repeating week one is what you're saying. Cause it, cause other, cause I'm not, Especially if I went back to my other programs during the other three weeks yep. and then went back to it just because it does build. And it definitely is a different level of training. Yep. I think people go into those kind of workouts thinking like, okay, I've been doing strength lifting so I can go ahead and do this. But it's just a totally different way to train. You almost have to restart. Not completely, but you really have to. It's it's Your body is like, we're used to doing like strength training for four months. Now you're trying to do hypertrophy. And that's where it's going to take some adjustment time to get back to that strength in that way with those amount of reps maybe it doesn't just immediately i don't think i isn't in for me i i think so because because i think it's different like let's say like let's say you're doing body weight training just in general right you're a total calisthenics like i love all this stuff right i think then you can jump in and out of the program and probably won't have an issue but if you're one of those people like me who likes to lift weights and you are used to rep ranges of 8 to 10 or 10 to 12 or 6 to 8, you know, on the lower end, I think you're going to have a really hard time going back mm-hmm. into a program that says, okay, forget all the weights and now go to failure. Like you, mm. you have to get comfortable going to sets of... It's more of a, you almost have to get used to the mental grind. Yeah. More than anything. For sure. And, and so I think you could, like, if, if you were to do what you wanted to do... I, I could easily see someone jumping in and out of the program and repeating like the first three weeks probably won't be a problem. You'll probably get, uh, you will get a great workout and you'll probably get some gains from it, but 
could could you do that? You know, travel once a week, be home for three weeks, and then go into week two and and travel for one week, and then you know take essentially six months to complete the program. I, I think you're gonna have a really hard time when you hit month four, just because again that back half of the program is is a beast. But mm. it's fun. But it's a beast. <laughs> right on, right on. Well, congrats again for completing it. And I guess we kind of touched on this, but I wanted to touch on this as well as. You know, I think just programs for the most part are amazing. Yeah. I would recommend them to anybody, mainly because I love the videos. Yeah. I think most people, when they get a program, they get a PDF. They do, yeah. Do this with these numbers. There's no demonstration. There's no, you know, detailed descriptions of rest times and, and what you're doing. Because I've seen a couple of, you know, my friends who show, oh, they show me, oh, here's this workout plan I bought. And it's usually yeah. just almost like a sheet of paper or, you know, on their phone screen. And it's just a list of, okay, this exercise, you know, three sets of X amount or pyramid or whatever. And just, but that's it. Right. Yeah. But just programs are, I love them because you get, you get access to the website and then you go on the website and then it's each exercise has a short video yep. where he demonstrates it. He talks about it. He tells you why you're doing it. Yep. Then to the right of it is your exact sets and reps and then a description of your rest times or anything else you need to know mm-hmm. about it. It's very detailed. It's very, descriptive which i think i enjoy because i'm kind of a perfectionist where i want to do it perfect you yeah know? and if i just see things on a pdf i'm kind of am i doing this exactly right or am i doing this exactly the way i'm supposed to do it the exact rest time i'm supposed to do it and i appreciate the the detailed nature of his website and his programs yeah so i definitely recommend it to anyone out there to, if you want to try it do try jeff's programs they're, they're amazing and, and again, I, I love like i've had a lot of gains i feel like he's very focused on athleticism. Yeah. And that's I've felt very athletic on his programs. Yep. Which for me as being an athlete, being somebody who plays volleyball once or twice a week, who plays spike ball once or twice a week, yep. who now plays basketball again a couple times per week and just all the activities yeah, that I'm guy. doing. Uh, <laughs> I'm exaggerating a little bit, but but I want to be athletic. And yeah. so I'd like that he's focused on that and he's yeah. focused on injury prevention, you know. I see a lot of people it's it's so interesting now that I followed Jeff for so long. When I'm in the gym, I notice so many people doing stuff wrong. Yeah. Or doing stuff that like he, Jeff wouldn't recommend. Yeah. Like I'm watching some guy doing bi- bicep barbell curls, and he's doing like a hip thrust every time yep. to get the bar up. And I'm yep. like, I'm watching him going, you know, you can do that if it's if you're trying to grind out one or two more, and yeah. you're just grinding, yep. and your face is screaming. Throw yeah. a hip thrust in there, get it yeah, up. Yeah. You know, a little eccentric. I talked about that in my last pod. Yeah. You know, che- some cheating is good if you're yeah. really trying to grind. But not three this, sets but this of dude's eight. Like, <laughs> every set, just like these hip thrusts. And I'm like, yep. I'm like, oh my god. Why like, are you? I want to go and like yeah. correct him, but like, I'm not gonna. I'm not, that's not my place. That's yeah, not my place to and do it's that. it's hard nowadays too because like you know you don't know what his mental state is. Like maybe he's super insecure, and like maybe you trying to be as nice as possible, he takes it you know in a in a bad way and says like, oh man, everybody's judging me. They're watching me at the gym, and then you're the reason why he quit the gym. Like, and that's yeah, not yeah. that's, that's not the place. last thing and, that you want to yeah, do. I'm in the gym. That's like yeah. that's my time. Yeah, I, I'm, yeah. I hear you. I, I still chat with them. I, I know some of the front desk people and chat mm-hmm. with them and mm-hmm. connect. But for the most part, I'm kind of I kind of ignore people because this is my time to just like it's me time. It's me in yeah. a podcast. It's me just grinding, working on myself. Yep. I'll talk. I'll chat, chat with people here and there, but That's I'm kind of, I'm kind of selfish about that time. I don't want to. I don't want to be training people during that time, you know. So. Yeah. And I would. I don't think it's not my place to go and correct somebody. And yeah. I see people doing the the chest flies where they're doing it on the bench where they're getting their elbows yeah. really far down, and I'm like, oh boy, that's kind of scary. Or I do. I see a lot of people doing upright rows. Yep. 
And Jeff's always like, you never want yep. weight with elevation with internal rotation. That's yep. just a no-no. Yeah. And I'm like, oh boy, that's gonna, that might hurt you someday. I did it so for it's years. It's interesting seeing my mind just, I'm like, yeah, yeah. just ignore it. They're doing their thing. I'm yep. doing mine. Yeah. You know, maybe they'll listen to my podcast one day and change some of those things, but change or, or watch Jeff and change some of those yeah. things. Yeah. But I will say my one complaint out of all the good things I will say about Jeff and his programs is he does, he does change up the exercises too often for yeah. my personal taste and i and we talked about this right yeah i'm the guy i'm the gym guy i think i'm I'm called like the novelist okay because i'll have my notebook out yeah and i'll be writing everything down i think that's good yeah i do that. so yeah and and i like seeing that that overload being able to see you know how many i did and so when he's switching up exercises so often it's just it's too tough i'm spending time i'm spending a lot of time just trying to figure out what the right weight is to use and maybe oh it's too light now i gotta go heavier but then i've kind of already kind of wrecked in a way, it's sort of my, you know, again, I'm a little bit of a perfectionist, so yep. it kind of wrecks my, okay, if I already did one with not enough weight, now it kind of screws me up because I'm supposed to do these certain amount of sets and reps, and now I am yep. didn't really do them in my mind the perfect way I should have because I didn't know what weight I was supposed to use because this is a new exercise that has been kind of thrust upon me. Yep. And so I think if I was to do some of his programs again, I would repeat months. Yeah. If he did one month, I'd repeat that same month again Yeah. before moving on to the next month. Yeah. Just, just to give a little bit more time, I can get a little bit better at those movements. I can progress. I can write it down. I can track. I can see where I'm at before moving on to a different protocol. Yep, that's my only complaint. I think with Jeff's stuff, and, and otherwise it's perfect in every way. Yeah, and it you, you might actually like the Athlean Zero program because that's because that's the thing that I was talking about is you do two strengths, you do two cardio, and then you do uh, one challenge, and that's week in week out. And so the way that he sets it up is the first strength workout of the of the week it is always um you know do this chest exercise rest 60 seconds do the same chest exercise you know for you know three uh sets and then you move on to the triceps and again you rest 60 seconds you do three sets go on to the biceps so on so forth until you hit every part of your body now the second um workout that you do uh, the second strength workout is again kind of the same format um but it's it's all zero rest protocol so again you're gonna kill your chest you're gonna kill your biceps same exercises? uh different exercises in it than what you did early on in the week now let's say that's week one now when you go into week two you will do the same exact exercises um on your strength workout too as you did from the previous week and if you're good about being a novelist you wrote down how many push-ups you did last week. You wrote down how many you did. And you're going to do the exact same workout, but you're going to try to do more. Yeah. You're going to try to beat your score, whether it's just one rep and something. And so that's that's really great on, on the strength workout too. Uh, the second one that you do of every week is you all whatever you're doing in week two, you did the exact same thing in week one, so just beat all your reps. And whatever you did in week four, you did the exact same in week three, so you're just going to try to beat out your reps. Um, and then what it what it even gets better, uh, or not better, but in a in a measurable way for your first strength workout is you're going to do um, you know those ten exercises or whatever it is, and you're going to do three sets of each of those exercises, and you're going to get a sixty second rest in between all those. So what he does is he almost kind of does like a drop set. Which is really weird to say that you're going to do a drop set, a drop set with, with no weights. Weight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, okay. But what what he does is he designs something. So like, let's say you're going to do a pistol squat, right? Which is one of the hardest ways to squat, and you're, it's just with a single leg, 
one in the air, pistol squat down, come back up. It's one of the hardest ways to do it, right? Maybe you're going to do those to failure um, for each leg. And then right after you're done with that, then you're going to just do body weight squats or something like that. Okay. And so, and so the first week, you know, let's give a really horrible example, but like, let's say you're just going to do those pistol squats. And then the second week that you do that first strength workout, you're going to do as many pistol squats as you can do. So you got to try to beat up that number that you did last time, but then now you're going to do squats on top of it. And so now when you come into that second set of, okay, now I did more than I did last week, but on top of that, I also did extra squats on top of it. I only got a 60 second rest. Now I'm going to go ahead and try to do, and again, you're trying to beat your number or at least that's what i tried to do for myself of course. is just beat the number of that i did last week even though i am at a disadvantage because i'm more tired because i already beat from what i did from my peer previous set but also i had to do an extra exercise right after that it's an easier exercise but i didn't get any rest and so that's how what you have to do in week one and week two and then week three and week four and then um week five you're doing four exercises no rest. But again, the first one that you do, you go to failure. You, uh, and again, it's chest focused, whatever it is, it's, you know, some kind of plyo push up or something. And you immediately go into some kind of other push up position. And then you have to go into maybe push up on your knees. And then mm. you have to go into an isometric hold of your push up and you just have to do it as long as you can. Mm. And then it's again, like, it's, it's almost building. like similar to pyramid training in a way where yeah. you're sort of just lessening the weight you're using, trying, or, or, Maybe not pyramid because pyramid you up the reps as you go. It's more not, like drop not a setting. Example, but more like drop setting. Yeah, yeah because because just like with drop setting, if you were to lift, if you were to bench press, you know, a hundred pounds, then you drop it down to fifty pounds, and you try to do as many as you can without resting. And it's it's the same thing, right? You're you're doing a harder exercise with your body weight. You're just lessening it by doing maybe an exercise that's somehow a little bit easier, or maybe you can recruit more other muscles because it's um, more of a compound exercise rather than maybe something that's isolating the chest or something. So hmm. it's an interesting program and and that was kind of my gripe on ax2 is just every week i'm doing something different and I, I it was so hard to measure if i was getting any better at anything and um sounds like you're a fellow novelist then. <laughs> i am i am because i like to know am i doing better am i wasting my time at the gym or not mm. and um so i so i do this so uh, what i usually do is i design my own workout programs and so before i started athlean zero I designed my own workout program um, that I did for eight weeks, and it was very much a, a uh, push-pull leg, um, and then I'd get a break day, and then it was like shoulders and um, rotator cuff, and then um, a uh, like a plyo type of day, and so oh wow okay yeah. so it's so it's push-pull legs yeah, yeah break, break shoulders rotator cuff yeah plyo day. It was short, so that would be so my fourth day is just shoulders and like rotational uh, or rotator cuff and so then that's not, that's, so your your day off is not really day off is what you're saying uh so no 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 sorry so it goes push pull leg then I get a day off mm-hmm. then my four fifth day is uh, shoulders and ro- ro- rotator cuff my sixth day is the um the plyo uh, the plyo day and then my seventh day is a rest day. And then I would do that. So yeah, it's it's. Okay. I wanted to. It's something very different. So, so I plyo. Would that be a total body? Would you consider a total body? Day? It would, or it would be more leg focused than anything. Um, because what I because I want to get in football shape. 
you know, for mm. whenever we get back into it. I know, it. <laughs> right? I'm thinking, like, when we get back, we're all going to be just, you know. Tearing ACL. Unless we can get, we get Kyle, if we can get Kyle into the gym with us. Then yeah. All right, shout out, Kyle. Get, get to the gym with us. Um, but I wanted to do that so I can I can try to have, you know, just a little bit better of a shape, you know, being an optimist and hoping we can start football soon. But what I really want to focus on is, is you know, the push-pull leg. And so I, I did that for eight weeks, and, and I, you know, I, I saw a lot of good gains week in, week out. I was always just you know, pushing myself a little bit better. And then I took a break and did this six week long program. And, uh, I decided to do a test cause I wrote down all my numbers of my last program. So as soon as I was done with athlean zero, I went back to the exact same program. Every, all my numbers went up in every way, even biceps and back, uh, which is the hardest, I think part to really work well in this program mm. because he, he has he has a ton of exercises for push-ups and squat variations and stuff, but there's there's really only so much you can do for your biceps and your back. And even my pull-ups, I went from um, being able to do 10 to where now I can do 14. Again, I'm 15 pounds or 10 pounds lighter, however you want to view it. So maybe mm. that's kind of where some of it's coming from. But even when I was doing my pull day, all those numbers, all those reps, they all went up. Not by like 20 pounds, but they all went up in some way, shape, or form. I either did one more rep or I did five more pounds on everything. Um, some of it obviously went even up even more. Hmm. But I, so I think it was a good program. I think it, it, it got me gains. It got me stronger. Um, it definitely got me in way better condition. I was going to say, your cardio is probably off the chains right now. Yeah, yeah. Did, ha, knowing what you've gone through with zero, mm-hmm. what changes would you make to your, your own program? Or would you? From zero? I don't think so. I, I think I don't really have anything um, that, that I would really want to borrow from this particular program. Um, I think... Or would you change up any rest time? Are you pretty specific in your program with you know rest time breakdowns yeah. like all that kind of I'm stuff. I'm very specific on all that. I'm, That's I'm really cool you're doing that, by so the way. I've, I've always been too scared to make my own, honestly, because I... I, I'm so, I, there's so many different variations. Yeah. There, it's just hard to, you know, I'm a bit of a, of an overanalyzer. Yeah. So it's hard for me to like make a decision on, okay, I'm going to do this yeah, yeah, know, yeah. style. Yeah. So I like when other people make those decisions for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and honestly, for the longest time, that's what I had. Like I, I would go to, uh, you know, weight training and back in high school and I'd have it designed for me, weight training in college. Like it would be designed for me. It's on the whiteboard, what I had to do. So I saw for many years, examples of like programs. And then, um, once my friend moved up from San Diego, we started going to 24 hour and he just designed everything that I needed to do. So like for years, I didn't have to design my own program, but I saw numerous different types of programs. Um, so I had just, kind of just learn from it mm-hmm. um and again kind of just growing my knowledge like i'm sure i would look back if i could somehow at a program that i did for myself maybe five years ago and i'd be like that that was crap why did i why did i do it this way no mm-hmm. you're probably not supposed to be doing it this way or or something like that but um i i think it's a good program but i don't really know how much i could take from it and and kind of that mindset from it mm-hmm. um would you ever feel comfortable know. like you know, a lot of people, they make money by selling workout programs. Would you ever sell your workout program? Uh, I I wouldn't mind putting it together for a friend, um, but I, I would feel bad charging because a lot of it is through personal experience. Um, and if I don't have, in my mind, like their credentials behind it, 
I shouldn't mm-hmm. be charging because I know that there's a lot of trainers that are at big box gyms. They have no business being trainers. And, and I'm not saying it because of, you know, physical appearance or anything like that. I just, I know what the credentials are and like the bar is so low <laughs> in order mm-hmm. to work at those gyms as a personal trainer. I, I know they're not good, but also I've seen people who have hired those personal trainers. Um, and again, this is not everybody. This is just, unfortunately an overwhelming number of them um they they have really bad recommendations um and it's the same thing with a lot of the influencers that you and i watch right we we've we are have been involved in educating ourselves in this industry to kind of pick out very quickly on on influencers that really don't know what they're talking about Mm. and they're just trying to market you some program or some supplement (laughs) (laughs) how much crap they give that guy i know it's so sad i feel bad for him almost if he wasn't making millions of dollars oh, off of taking so advantage of people. Um, but anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I would, I'd be happy to help out a friend um, for sure and design something. Or like if I had a workout buddy and we're like, hey, we want to we wanna tweak something. Like let's figure something out together. Like let's do this type of a workout. You design this one. And then after that, like I'll design this type of workout maybe we hammer each of those workout programs for like four weeks and then we see like what did we like better what did we dislike where did we maybe see more gains you know almost like a, a miniature study right like if you and i to get together and we were to do the same exact program like could we see could we both see better gains doing something the rather than this other program that somebody else designed i think mm-hmm. it'd be interesting to find out um, and so like that, I'd be totally willing to do or something, but yeah, I don't have the credentials. And so I wouldn't charge anybody for it. So if someone wanted my advice, I'd be happy to give it to them, but I, I've, no, I'm not, I'm not in a position to charge anybody. And don't sell yourself short. You never know. <laughs> you know, you could have a, a great program. I think sometimes I wonder how much sometimes these guys who are just like, okay. And I, I trust Jeff and, and some major guys yep. that they're, they know what they're doing. But yep. sometimes I wonder if some of the influencer people are just thinking, okay, I just need to create, I just need to put together something kind of random that's different that'll sell. Yeah. You know, I wonder how much thought goes into some of these workout plans and whether or not, man, I could, I could just make something random and then you can, you know, and, and you can totally charge people. And, and honestly, <laughs> and all you have not to that do, I would do that. I, and the reason I haven't done one is because I would want it to be perfect. Yeah. Like I would want it to be so dialed in. Yeah. And that's the reason why I haven't done one is because I don't think I'm, I just I don't think I have the knowledge yet or just even just the understanding to be able to put a program together that would be just completely dialed in. And I don't want to do one until it's completely dialed in. And I feel like I need to let some of that go. You can't. There's 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 no no perfect workout. You'll you'll never get there. There are good workouts and there are bad workouts, uh, programs, I should say. Uh, And and yeah, I don't think you'll ever get there to design the perfect workout. There's no perfect workout. You're right. Yeah. But um, no, the, the athlete... Zero I think program, I have major FOMO with it though, because I think yeah. I would plan a program, but then I'd think, man, like how many things am I missing out on? Yeah, you know how much? Like, because there's so, you know I could do a bicep curl in like twenty different ways yep. that would work different parts, different yep. muscles, because you got different fibers of the bicep, and yep. you know, and so I would, okay, well, I don't want to leave out any of these yeah. muscle groups, you know, like yeah. I would want to hit all the fibers of the bicep, I would want to hit all yep. the fibers of the shoulder, and you know that you'd have to do a lot of variation Spend maybe and maybe that's why gym. jeff does so much variation yeah because maybe maybe that's what he's thinking maybe he's like hey you know you don't want to leave if you just did compound exercise all the time you'd probably be fine for the most part but for there sure. would be some different fibers and different muscles that would get neglected over time because yep. they're just not being used because you're just not putting you know at a certain angle the way at a certain angle and so i wonder if 
maybe that's why it's so varied with him is because he's trying to hit every single fiber in some way I get it. within yeah. a certain amount of time. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's why. Which and would make a, lot, well, make a lot of sense. And I think that's why, like, if I was to take your same question but apply it to Athlean X2, like, I totally think that I could make a whole entire workout program based off of every week that he has in that program. And, like, and I think that's what I do plan to do. So there's, there's a lot of weird stuff that he does or weird weeks, I should say. And I think I honestly want to make, like, a six- to eight-week program just based off of one of the weeks that he had. And so, like... Yes, he gave me one program that's going to last me for three months, you know, but if that's 12 weeks long and I'm going to design a, a you know, a, a program that's, you know, six to eight weeks, one week for each of those. I mean, I almost have years worth of programs probably that I'm going to oh be ready yeah. to design for myself. And, and it, which would probably appeal to someone like me maybe. who doesn't like how quickly he varies, right? I yeah. much prefer kind of getting good I'm at the those same. movements, right? So, you could, yeah, you could take, yeah, just a couple weeks from him and make it into months. Yeah. For somebody who's more interested in doing similar stuff for a good amount of time before plateauing and then wanting to change up the protocol. Exactly. Yeah. So I think that's that's kind of what I plan to do maybe going forward. It's 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 I'm still trying to figure it out because I'm trying to be forward thinking. So like I just finished Athlean Zero. Um I I just finished my week long uh test, you know, on my previous program that I designed for myself just to see how strong I uh, got and I and I could see that so I've, I've hopped back into Athlean X2 I'm in that hell week of god I don't know how I'm going to finish this but um, tomorrow's my challenge um, um, and so we'll see how that goes but then I'll be on week 9 so then I'll have I'll be able to finish up uh, week 12 you know shortly after so what do I want to do after that because that's talking about maybe uh, end of May I'm going to finish and we have Spartan Race Hopefully that's going to happen in November. So I'm kind of thinking, do I want to do somebody else's program just to get a little bit more exposure or something like that for a couple more months? And then maybe three months as we get you know closer to Spartan, start doing Spartan training and design something for myself there. I don't know. We'll see. Hmm. That's right. Yeah. The Spartan race is coming up. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. What would you do kind of more cardio training leading into that? I would because that's, that's where I struggle with. Um, I'm glad. Well, I, I, I want to say I'm glad that they've reduced the amount of running. So, like, before, it's it's the sprint, super, and the, the beast. And now they still have those words, but before the sprint used to be, like, anywhere from 3 to 5 miles. Now they have it for sure at 3.1. It's, a, you know, 5K. And then the super, it used to be anywhere from 6 to 8 miles. Well, now it's for sure 6.2. It's a 10K. Interesting. Okay. So, so they changed that recently. And so I think although that technically means I have to do less running because most of the ones here in Sacramento, they've kind of, they were that upper mileage uh, when you talk about the sprint and the super. So now they're technically less running, but we'll see how it it goes because running is definitely a a weakness of mine because I'm very much a football player. I'm not a distance runner, Um, but I think that's why I enjoy Spartan because I, I run for a little bit, hop on obstacle run for a little bit yeah hop on an obstacle. I'm the exact same way i get too bored just running yeah yeah i need i need some sort of stimulation that's why i love sports so much yeah yeah you're running but you're just you're doing something completely different and you're like oh i just ran like three miles yeah i, I didn't even i didn't even know i did that i was too focused on trying to put a ball in a hoop yeah or trying to uh kick a ball in a goal or something yeah so same way as you which I've, I've enjoyed doing the spartan races that i've done i've done the sprint once the super twice yeah and i really enjoyed it i don't know if i want to do the beast that's a lot of running it's Maybe just in the, as an excuse to go to Tahoe, maybe. My personal experience with it is it just wasn't fun. 
like I, I, I reached mile number seven, I think it was. And I, I hit an obstacle or I saw an obstacle cause I was going uphill the whole freaking time. It felt like, but I, I just hit that, you know, over the hill, saw that obstacle, my favorite part. And I just wasn't excited. And I was just like, I hate this. And it was, it's in Tahoe, which at the time, I don't know if it still is, but that's where they do the world championship. And at the time it was. And so the normal beasts were like, I think 12 to 14 miles. And because this was a championship, it was 14.7 miles. And it was just way too far. Halfway through it, I was like, this sucks. My ankle's killing me. Um, I'm, I'm just, I'm tired. It it started hailing the last hour on me and my friend. Um, as we were going downhill, we had to swim through the lake, which half of the people looked like they got hypothermia because they like people had to bounce out of the race. People were covered in the aluminum blankets. It was just way too cold. It was, is physical torture. It was not fun. Yikes. I didn't know they made you get full submerged in the, in the lake. I mean, if you can stay, you know, floated. Like, you know, I guess time. that might be okay if it's a really hot day, and you're like, okay, cool, and you look cooled off. It sounds like it was not a hot day. It sounds like it was, it was hailing, and it was a very cold day. God, right? I have no idea what time of the year it was. I, I thought that was the those in the summer. That's what I want to say, but how could it hail up there? I don't, I don't know. Maybe we just did it on a cold summer day. Maybe so. Maybe so. How much time you got left? Because I was gonna uh go like another ten minutes. Okay, real quick, and we'll yeah. probably go on to this more in a future one. What are you eating? What's what's your? Nutri- I, I know that you you make your own supplements. I, I think our, yeah. our our listeners would love to hear about your your kind of your concoction. Your yeah, concoction. We, we can chat about that. Yeah. So I um I for the longest time I was not a fan of supplements, and when I say supplements, it was pretty much just like I wanted all my nutrition to come from food. Um, I didn't want to take any multivitamins. I didn't want to take any protein supplements. I didn't want to take any BCAAs or any type of anything that came in a bottle. I just, I wanted to consume it via food. And then, um, I, you know, started to challenge myself on, okay, well, why do I have that? Like, I get it. I don't want to take steroids, but like, there's a lot of things that are natural that are just fine to take. And, um, and so I started educating myself on like, what do what does the world of supplements even like mean and i quickly found out that there are just a lot of things out there that are they're going to charge you 40 50 100 dollars um for a month worth of supplements and you're not going to see any gains according to studies that have been published um or and it's just it's hoopla bcas for an easy example right and for the longest time that was that was kind of a huge like belief is bca is like do that do that that's that's the best supplement and people still want to push bcas um unfortunately like jeff even does (laughs) yeah he does yeah i think so because i know he has his pre-workout his he does protein shake and his recovery he has has a joint one but i i think he still sells like bcas for some reason i don't know um hey that that just proves there's no messiah there's no guru out there but um one of the 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 influencers i watch on youtube he talks uh, a lot about, he was very big on just kind of, you know, this is what you need to watch out for when you do supplements. And um, so, you, you know, even if you're going to pick something that's a protein powder, consider it a supplement. You know, when you pick out your protein powders, 
ideally there's a, there's a couple different ones you know there's there's a, a an isolate which is, which is is great um and then you know you have your um other ones that you want to kind of watch out for it's like a proprietary blend oh yeah if you right. see anything like that in your ingredient labels again it's not 100% bad like horrible but it, you should be cautious because what the proprietary blend actually protects the manufacturer from doing is just throwing in whatever they want and then just add a little bit of protein and they just say oh it's it's a protein blend like we can't you know share it with you because it's our you know proprietary you know we own this molecular compound or whatever it is and really usually again not in every case but usually what it is is just some cop out of of using cheap stuff that you're not going to get any gains and you're going to think you're intaking 25 grams of protein when you're taking eight um and, and so i i started to understand that about protein yeah, um supplements very selective with the protein powders for sure plus yeah just as far as the i like to use the word cleanliness of food yep a lot of them have tons of artificial sweeteners, yep. tons of fillers, tons of different like chemicals, you know, all sorts of stuff you got in there, which me personally, I'm a bit stickler on. Yeah. But I know me for too. some people it's not a huge, it's not a huge deal, you know, like if it gets you to intake more protein, I mean, there are some downsides to artificial sweeteners that I've, I've talked about on previous podcasts, but yep. you know, if it's not that, and it's not the end of the world type it, of thing. But for me, I, I'm more kind of picky about that kind of and stuff. i get that and i and i i think you know my mom she she raised me kind of doing a lot of organic food and so like I, i'm still very wary of taking on you know artificial sweeteners it, it sounds like based on kind of you know the studies that get summarized to me because i'm not smart enough to read my own studies <laughs> i just rely on what people tell me from reading those studies i just make sure that they're credentialed and mm at least kind of understand them. But anyways, when they summarize it to me, it seems like the jury's kind of still out if they're if they're super, super, super unhealthy for you or if mm. they're... So there are certain ones so that are known to be very... Like aspartame yeah, yeah. is it known almost, to be... Literally kills brain cells, yeah. causes cancer. Terrible artificial sweetener. So there are some that I think are... Some. Just like there are some fats that we know, you know, you do not eat that fat. It's yeah. terrible for you. Like trans fat or but hydrogenated oils, right? eat it once But there's, a you week. know, stevia, right? Yeah. It kind of has more of a, oh, yeah, stevia, that's fine. You know, yeah. it's, so there definitely isn't a good or bad. It's it's a it's a variety. And I still have stevia to yeah. sweeten some yeah, things too. up just because, yeah. you know, it's got to be sustainable. And sometimes yep. you got to compromise a tad yep. um, to make it taste good so you'll sustain it. Yeah. So. And, and that's kind of um, what I was doing is just really educating myself. So, you know, starting out with protein powders and really understanding that. And then I started to look into pre-workouts because everybody's all the rage about a pre-workout. You're going to mm. see so many gains from your pre-workout. And, uh, Mom, you have a pre-workout today, bro? Yeah, and I was just – I was not a fan of that idea, but I was like, you know what? Just educate yourself. It's not – it doesn't mean you have to, you know, pick out a pre-workout or whatever, but everybody, like, lives and dies by it, it sounds like, and I, and I think it comes from a lot of novices that do, unfortunately. Um, and I, pr so, I pride myself that I don't really ever do pre-workouts, but I feel like I still put a lot of good effort. I'm sure I could increase my gains a little bit. Half a tad, percent. You know, 1%. if I did. Because I, might, have, I might be able to get up a few more reps or have a few more. Yeah. But I take pride that I, you know, don't – feel like i need that yep to have a good workout and i can still make gains i can still have a great you know great energy without it so yep. but I, but i'm kind of like you in that i wouldn't mind you know trying out a few things here or there just and that's what i'm if, doing if it's a significant enough boost for me yep then and i know scientifically based on studies that it's not going to be harmful to me over the long that's why i do take i do take creatine yep 
you know, as as because I've you know, it seems like it's a pretty safe supplement. Yeah, lots and of it's... many years of testing and yep. many years of. And you do see, you know, it's it's very small. It's like I could go without it and probably be fine, but I don't know. It has enough to where, it, yeah, it's yeah. it's it's not, yeah, it's it's hard to notice a difference. It's yeah, true. and it's like, but so what I've done, I do, well, I do notice a difference in like how yeah. I look because I know you do hold more water. Yes. Yeah. So I do notice if I don't take it, like I'll be like, oh, my muscles don't look quite as like yeah. beefy as yeah, maybe yeah. they would with it. And, and and I think that's why I'm trying to stick pretty consistent with it. So like w- one thing that I found out about it is is you know a lot of um pre-workouts you know they pride themselves on having creatine like even bang energy drink has creatine or super creatine in it and uh and and you have to really be careful with that because um one pointless if you're not consistently dosing it exactly it's completely useless it is and so that's the challenge that you even have with a lot of pre-workouts is like yes you're going to work out you know maybe three four five days a week but you're not going to work seven days a week right for weeks on end so what are you going to do those other days you're not going to take pre-workout and just not work out you're yeah. probably going to go insane so you're not you're missing out on those two three four days of creatine and mm. um so i found uh, a company that just sells like just creatine and i was like okay cool the the hard part is is it doesn't taste like cotton candy like all the pre-workouts out there right it oh, tastes know, yeah. it tastes horrible or it doesn't really have much flavor to it so um there was one guy that i that i watched uh an influencer and he talked about what are the key things in pre-workout that a lot of the companies want to advertise to you that they have in their pre-workout but they're skimping on you um, and there's actually two YouTube influencers that I watch pretty extensively their videos about like what are minimum dosages that you need and what are things that you need to walk, watch out for and so I started looking at all these different pre-workouts and I was finding they would maybe hit the minimum dosage or maybe th- on one of them they would wouldn't even hit the minimum dosage it would be like 0.001 or something like that but they can still slap it on the label because it's still technically there and so one influencer that he said you know as he was educating you on all these different things he's like honestly go to amazon and just go to you know whatever vendor and then just buy these individual ingredients so creatine is one of them that i do um five milligrams every day um and then uh beta alanine um somewhere between three to five i I think again i think all these numbers are somewhere between three to five milligrams uh is what you really want on the daily um but that's what i do for beta alanine and um and creatine and so beta alanine is what gives you the the tingles right Mm. and so that's what is usually very common in your pre-workout and that's why everybody thinks it works really well because you start to sweat if you're not working out and you get the tingles and it's a really uncomfortable situation unless you start working out you're a drug addict yeah i I brought something you wanted to try it and i remember i took it but i didn't get to the gym in time i think i was just slacking just being procrastinating i remember being on the way to the gym and i was like yeah, itching my face. I wanted like yep. rip my face off because yep. I was like, I feel like this is what it's like to be like a drug addict. If I yep. like, needed to get my hit, I'm just like, yep. oh, I want to rip my face off because everything's tingling and like feels itchy. Yeah, I was like, I need to get to the gym right now and start pumping some iron. Yeah, and and, and that's that's so what it is. And so on my days that I don't work out, I I'm like this this sucks so what i've what i found that works for me is i usually take my dog for an hour-long walk on the weekends and so what i've gotten into a really good habit of is i'm gonna 
on the days I'm not working out, I'm just going to do creatine and beta alanine, and then I'm going to go for a walk, or I'm going to eat food with it because that'll get rid of the tingles just a little bit more. Mm. Now, on why not I, just cut out the beta alanine on non-workout days? Um, because it plays a, a role into kind of the the ATP, and so again, um, it's it's similar to creatine to where if you are cycling on and off of it, you're you're not going to see the best benefits. Again, you mm. could totally do it just as a pre-workout sure and it, it, in theory is fine so but... it is it is one of those things that has to sort of saturate kind yes. of the creatine yeah yeah and so other two things that i take is is uh, a little bit of caffeine and honestly i'm thinking about cutting it out because i'm super weird uh I'll, I'll drink coffee or energy drinks or i take these caffeine pills and i don't feel any more energetic or less energetic i'm i'm very uh immune to caffeine which is is very unusual because i don't walk around like tired all the time and i didn't grow up like drinking soda all the time and being like heavily addicted and build an immunity against caffeine. I just am flat out not affected by it in some way, shape or form. So I think it's, it's kind of a waste of my money, even though it doesn't cost that much, but I still have just thrown it in cause I bought the, the huge ass bag of it. Yeah. Use it yeah, now. Use it now. <laughs> and then, uh, and then, um, citrulline mallet is, is the other ingredient that I added in for my pre-workout. So, um, it's kind of what I done. And, and well, the, well, tell me about the citrulline mallet. So I don't, I don't remember all the, the, the chemical, um, properties that it does. Um, you know, I just, I remember reading this, watching the video and it was kind of just agreed that it was uh, a really good ingredient as far as pre-workout. Um, so I, unfortunately, again, I'm not credentialed, so I can't speak <laughs> on some stuff. Hey, I, appreciate your I just remember yeah. someone, uh, someone you trusted uh, that I trusted and, and it was, it was from just... different sources as well yeah. that, that they all said, you know, here's the studies on it. And I said, okay, cool. I'll buy in bulk and we'll, and, and you don't, and you don't together. need to saturate that. You don't need to have the one consistent. Correct. Right? So you that's why the one. caffeine and the, and the citrulline mallet, I don't, um, use uh, every day I just do it on the days that I'm going to go work out um, and again um, it, it, all that doesn't taste really great so but I um, what I've done is I've tried to find a way that um, you know makes the test taste not so bad so the the influencer that I followed he, he would actually just do like lemonade but I, I was just like eh, I don't really want a whole lot of sugar and then mm -hmm. he also suggested you know you could do BCAs because BCAs are cheap and it's not going to do anything for you, but at least it's going to mask the flavor a little bit. And again, it doesn't taste horrible. It's just doesn't really taste like much of anything. So you get mm. kind of tired of nothing. Kind of like if you just drink yet. a lot of water, like eventually water just doesn't taste as great anymore. It doesn't taste yeah. bad. You just get really bored of it. Um, and that's kind of what the powders would be. The beta alanine has a little bit of a tartness to it. So that's kind of a little bit, but that's it. So I tried to think about it. Okay, what I really want to do. Um, I did the noon tablets um, because those are supposed to be um, very hydrating. They're filled with electrolytes. Oh, I understand. I saw those at Costco. Yeah, yeah. And so I got them from Costco. I got a bulk. Uh, and, and so I started doing that to kind of give it some more flavor. Again, not really to get the electrolyte properties, but really just so I can I, I drink I think it's a good benefit, though. I think people underestimate yeah. the power of some of those electrolytes when it comes to your workouts. Like I... Yep. I dump a half a table or half not a tablespoon. That's a lot. <laughs> I dump a half a teaspoon of salt into my water bottle before I go work out oh, every morning. Interesting. Because, okay. Uh, I actually read a book on it's called the Salt Fix, mm -hmm. and it was really eye opening that you know salt is this key component in allowing like it, it makes you know it uh, it opens up your cells to where your your you know it because it typically makes you I think it holds water, but if you even when you ingest it your body can like release water. So yeah. your blood flow, basically, that's yep. what I'm trying to say. Your blood flow increases yep. when you ingest salt or when you're 
have adequate salt levels. Yep. And then you also can get better contractions yeah. with your muscles if you're you have those electrolytes in place. If they're not there, you can't get the same level of contractions yeah. that you would without it. And it's it's a key is a completely necessary thing to have. Unfortunately, in our today's society, people get more than enough salt because mm-hmm. you eat anything processed, it's got almost your whole I'm day's salt. worth of salt yeah. in a couple servings. But someone like me who eats in, like super super clean, I have to, have to add salt to all my foods because I know I'm I know I need it, and yeah. I know that. I don't get enough of it because I don't eat a lot of like yeah. processed things. But and that's what I wanted to be careful of is like I got to make sure that's not something crazy high in sodium. If I if I already am worried about my sodium, um, I don't want something super sugary. So like I don't want to mix it with Gatorade um, mm-hmm. or like Mio. I think is another one that I, I think is a little high in sugar. So I, I don't I don't really want to bother with it. Um, Zip Fizz is actually something that I found that's extremely low calorie, um, like next to no sugar. It actually even has just a little bit of caffeine, not really much to do anything. But they come in little tubes and they're at Costco and it's very inexpensive. And again, I I just want to use it for flavor. And, um, I find that if I just drop in three grams mixed with everything else, add some water, tastes great. And so again, I'm just trying to find something so that that way I can just drink it. There's three different flavors, so I won't get bored of it as often. <laughs> um, nice. But that's kind of what I do for my supplements. Um, and then it's I'm still I, I haven't even been doing it for six months. So it's again I've just kind of been playing with it. Um, there might be have I noticed any gains? I, I don't know because honestly, well, do you notice more that it helps you on days where you're tired or maybe man, you're just dreading the workout? I don't think does it, so. Does it, you're like, you know, all of a sudden you're just I'm pumped. Like, okay, cool. I can I mean, do this. I mean, the beta alanine does just because it's like really irritating <laughs> if you don't go work out. But like, I, there's been a couple days where I've just been super slammed and I, I do, I'm like, I can't have a drink. I just got to hammer out this workout and I got to find a way to make this 25 minute workout, a 15 minute workout and go shower and then get going. And, um, and I still, I'm just like, not nah, can't, uh, I, I don't, I don't feel any difference. So, um, in my workouts, like, did, did it go slower? Did was it less intense? So there's been a couple of those days where I just haven't taken it and I've just been fine. So I think that's, that's probably like the key takeaway. And, and maybe that's where we could end today is, you know, I think that the most important part is really get your diet in control. Yeah. Um, and, and it's again, not going to happen overnight. It's, it's, it's a long journey and I'm, I'm still making adjustments in, in my journey and I'm, I'm really happy of a lot of the recent things. Um, that I've been doing that maybe we could talk on, on another time. Definitely. Um, and, and then get, you know, a good workout program that's kind of there for you. Uh, and then the, probably one of the last things you really want to even concern yourself with is, is some type of pre-workout or anything like that. If you're, yeah, you don't want to become reliant on those things too. You don't, you don't. Cause I've, I forget, you know, just me, I forget that I, cause I don't, it's not saying a regular practice for me and I yeah. work out like pretty much five days a week. Yep. And so I, I forgot sometimes, oh, yeah, I forgot that pure crowd was even a thing I'm just so used to using my own natural energy yeah. and going in and working hard. And yep. you, you don't even realize that you miss it. And maybe I am missing out on something that's possible. Yeah. Which is why I'm open to, to trying some stuff. But you don't need it. It's not a necessary thing. It yeah. can add a little bit. But, you yeah, know, it's not. Yeah. You can plenty fine without it. And especially the, the prices that you pay for some of these things and the, and mis, the, the yeah. misleading it is and it's just and... it's so much so if you can yeah. find a way just to you know again it like educate yourself 
and, and and maybe you'll find something out there that gets made for you. Like maybe there's some good brand out there that really does hit great dosages that doesn't cost you $120 a month. Um, and you can find a way to ingest it every day. So that, that way you get the most that you can out of, out of creatine and beta alanine. But um, don't let anybody tell you like your first step is a supplement. I mean, honestly, that's I would one of say, your last steps. I would, the only thing I'd say against that is I think if there's one supplement that I think most people could benefit from, because I, I seriously doubt because it's really hard to get, you know, almost your full body weight in grams of protein in a day. Yeah, that's, that, that's it's fair. really that's hard. Fair. Yeah, or it's really expensive. It's so if there's yeah. one supplement that I'd say, yeah, I, I've used it for is protein powder. Yeah, because it's it's I could it's say an extra that's, that's 20, 30, fair. 40 grams. Yeah, just that you can drink down super fast, like just water. Yeah, and, and it's next to no calories. That's true. It's very little calories, and it's it. To me, I don't I don't know how I would honestly hit protein goals without. Yeah, some sort of protein short. powder. I yeah. would be, I would be consistently short. I still am consistently short, even with the protein powder. My goal is 0.8 pounds, and I, I'm, I've just now, like for the past maybe month or two, gotten pretty good about hitting that consistently. But that's, with, and that's with using protein powder. Yeah, so that's the only. I one. guess, but, yeah, but again, I agree. Like, like you said, you'd have to, you don't want to just get any protein powder. They're, they're yeah, all protein powders are not made equal. Yeah, you need to find one that. Very low ingredients, just a few specific, you know, maybe a whey concentrate with some stevia or, or some, you know, basic sweetener, nothing yeah. crazy. And that's it. Yep. You know, I like I have, I, I drink collagen protein because I'm lactose intolerant now. I can't do the whey. Yeah. Okay. So I just have, so it's literally just two ingredients. It's like hydrolyzed collagen Perfect. and like silicon dioxide. That's the slow digesting one, it. right? That one? Uh, or am I thinking of casein protein maybe? I'm thinking of something different. It's, I think it starts with the C. I know you're talking about the casein protein. Okay, okay. But I just I put some stevia, some cinnamon, and my oh, creatine nice. in that. Nice. That's it. Perfect. That's good to go. And Perfect. There's some there's some good protein powders out there too. Like I'd recommend. I think there's a lot. Yeah. Doctor Mercola, which is a he's a holistic health practitioner that I followed for the last eight years or so. Okay. He sells a protein powder, and it's he's very strict about his ingredients as well, like me. So his has maybe ten ingredients total in his protein powder. Weight concentrate. Uh, he has. Um, what you, I'm bunking on the name. He has some, you know, the stuff for your gut. I think I can't think of the name right now. Oh, the that, probiotics? So he's got some probiotics gotcha. in there as well. Chia seeds, uh, some sweeteners like stevia or like monk fruit. Cool. You know, some of the more healthier sweeteners, and it's just like 10 ingredients. So that's cool. another protein powder. It's a little more on the expensive side, but gotcha. I, I'd recommend it. But I only got one body. That's uh, that's all we got for you today. I Perfect. definitely have Alan back on. We'll talk some more. I want to get into some more nutrition stuff for sure. That'd be fun. On, on a future one. But thank you for breaking down the Athlean-X program and yeah. being on. And is there anything you want to tell the listeners or anything you want to say about your week ahead? Yeah, it's uh, keep trucking because uh, I'll be trucking along with Athlean X2. So if I can survive that, I'm sure whatever you got ahead of, of yourself, you can definitely keep on trucking and finish that up but um i think that's really it thanks for having me on and this has been a pleasure so i look forward to maybe doing this again oh absolutely it's gonna happen again i thank you listeners for listening as you are right now make sure to like and subscribe to my podcast leave me a review i would love that help me you know push my podcast up in the algorithms of the uh the podcast world so trying to make this more of a regular thing but thank you guys for listening you're making all this happen continue to pursue your health continue to take your health to the next level Definitely. That's that's what what's we're here for. We're here to push you and we're here to help you get the information that you need to, to take your health to the next level because I think we all we all would be happier if we were healthier. And so yeah. let's make that a priority today. And man, let's get healthy. So I will see you guys on the next pod.
Hey listeners, welcome back to Topics with Tim, Next Level Health. This is my series called Gym Junkies, and this is part two of my conversation with Alan. In this part of our conversation, we talk about mind-muscle connection and how that can help you build muscle more efficiently. We talk about different mistakes we see people in the gym make. Alan actually makes his own workout programs, and so he's going to be detailing his own workout program and how he builds it and why. We also talk about Spartan races. We have both done Spartan races in the past and have found a lot of joy in doing them because it's not just running. There's a lot of obstacles and different things that challenge you mentally and physically. Alan's also going to talk about his pre-workout. He makes his own pre-workout based on his own research that he's done. So he's going to be telling you what ingredients go into his pre-workout. And I'll also be telling you my pre-workout and also what I drink during my workouts, which is actually a lot of salt and electrolytes that I drink during my workouts in order to enhance my workout. And I'll explain while I do that. So a lot of great content in this one. Enjoy. Enjoy. 